Welcome back, everybody, to the all-new, all-awesome podcast. I'm very excited for this special edition. We are going to talk our predictions of pop culture for 2022. Uh, I am a big fan of prediction podcasts, and this is very much blatantly uh, ripping off uh, the format of one of my favorite uh, podcasts, Triple Click. So I'm giving a shout out to those guys. Um, but for this podcast, I wanted to bring on two of my go-to uh, friends to who I uh, constantly talk about uh, movies and TV with. Uh, and that is Brian Grabo and Seth Enton. Uh, so welcome, guys. How are you uh, doing? Good. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, just for everyone's knowledge that's listening, uh, and you know, Brian was actually on uh, an episode that we did last year talking about DC Comics. Um, and Seth, this is his first time on the podcast, and I know he's he's uh, demanded to be to be on. Um, so we're giving the people what they want with this episode. Um, but all three of us were NBC pages together back in the day. Um, and, uh, Brian and I, uh, are, are in the LA area and Seth, you are actually talking to us from Florida. Is that correct? From Orlando. Very cool. Um, well, uh, be safe over there. I know Florida is crazy right now. Well, I don't think any area is safe at this point. That's true. That's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, in any case, you know, um, we actually, the three of us have uh, a, a group chat that we're on, and uh, it's very active with a lot of spirited discussion. So I don't know what these guys are going to say. I'm not privy to uh, what the predictions are ahead of time. They don't know my predictions. Um, and I know, Seth, you're, you're uh, you know, I'm going to have to keep you under control here because I don't know what what kind of rants you might go on but um nothing easy all right sounds good um but so so that being said yeah i mean it's obviously a crazy time uh 2022 where you know we're unfortunately still kind of in this pandemic it's hard to predict anything right now because everything is so subject to change it feels like in the world of entertainment but that uh, the silver lining is it makes it, I think, extra fun to do these predictions. So uh, we'll dive right into it. I will go first. Um, and I'll just kind of give you my my predictions. We each have 10 predictions and one wild card prediction that is just sort of like a fun pie in the sky type of thing. But what we're going to do is each one of us is going to name before we do our predictions a movie that uh, we have picked and the idea is that next year, whoever wins and gets the most predictions, right. All three of us will have to watch that movie. Um, and so we'll see what everyone picks. Um, now, you know, we're going to try and keep each other in check, make sure there's nothing like too obvious, uh, nothing that's like too subjective um, so jump in if you think any of my predictions are, are out of line. I'll do the same. And with that said, I'll dive in. 
So, so my movie pick is one that I watched for the first time ever uh, uh, last year. Uh, it's a classic movie that instantly became one of my favorites. And I think you guys will like it. And it is a movie called Streets of Fire uh, that is from the 80s. It's like this crazy rock and roll uh, semi-musical. Um, and it's pretty crazy, really cool. Uh, hopefully you guys are not too uh, too offended by that pick. I've never even heard of it. So I, there's nothing to be offended about. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it ditto for me. <laughs> All right. Well, clearly you've not been paying attention. I've been talking about this movie constantly for the last several months. But uh, that is my pick. I think you guys will like it. So, uh, you know, if I do win, I'll be excited for you guys to check it out. So, okay, here are my picks, my predictions for the world of pop culture 2022 and again, this could be movies, TV, comic books, video games, anything is on the table. Um, okay, so my first pick. Major changes will be announced for next year's Oscars, including at least one new or updated category and some new twist to the way that the TV broadcast is formatted. So I think some major change is going to happen not for the Oscars coming up in a couple months, but announced this year for next year's Oscars. So they're going to announce it before this year's Oscars? I think that so- at some point this year, it could be the end of the year, they're going to announce a major change for the next Oscars. Well, what's considered a major change? They change things all the time. So like, what well, is I'm your... Saying- at least one new or updated, like totally new category. So either, so it could be something like, you know, there's going to be maybe, I know they talked about like for a while doing like best popular movie or something like that. I don't know if that will be it, but something, some totally new major category will happen. I don't know. I think they're going to, I think you could be right. I think they're going to eventually go to, no gender categories that was kind of what i was thinking um something along that lines and it's hard to say if they would do it like across the board but i think something like like that could happen yeah um so okay so my second pick is uh uh a number of video games movies and tv shows will continue to announce NFT tie-ins over the next few months. However, due to fan backlash, this trend will end before the year. So I think there's going to still be a lot of NFT stuff in the next couple months, but people are going to be so annoyed by it that it's not going to be a thing anymore by the end of the year. Yeah. I would agree. I don't know. That that whole NFT thing just doesn't make uh, a whole lot of sense to me. You're paying for a copy of something that, you know, you don't really own. It's very odd. Yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, everyone is announcing stuff right now, but every announcement seems to be met with some huge backlash. So that's kind of, I, it's hard to say exactly, but 
I think the the backlash is going to be loud enough that it's going to stop. I don't know. I mean, I have all these WWE NFTs. Are they not worth anything? I mean, <laughs> like who who among us didn't buy the uh, John Cena NFTs? But I don't can know. Can you see? Can you see his NFT or no? Yeah, it's invisible. That's the whole gimmick. Uh, so actually on that note, my third prediction is having to do with wrestling. I know you guys are big, uh, pro wrestling fans and I've actually been, you know, a big fan of AEW wrestling. And my prediction is that AEW will strike a major deal with HBO max to carry its weekly programming and pay-per-view events not replacing TBS deal they have currently, but in addition to. So they would just show the repeats? My guess would be, if I was getting specific, that uh, AW, yeah, they would do like, if they're airing a show on a Wednesday, then on Thursday it would show up on HBO Max. Um, but, I, but I would predict that the pay-per-view events become available for free to HBO subscribers. Are they made by the same company? Uh, well, I mean, Warner owns both, you know, TNT and TBS and HBO Max. So that feels like, to me, the logical next step. But you never know. I mean, the, the, the counterpoint would be that, uh, you know, the TV ratings are so important to TNT and TBS at this point that they wouldn't want to do anything to jeopardize that. But uh, I still think that ultimately they're going to want to go to streaming. I can imagine that for maybe a handful of pay-per-views uh, being specifically there uh, while the rest would still, uh, a, while the other handful that they have would be still on like Bleacher Report or your local cable operator, whatever it is. Yeah, it will be interesting. I mean, um you know, especially with them going after kind of that, like, you know, millennial uh, and, and slightly younger demographic. Um, I mean, they just don't have cable in the way that they used to. So I feel like if they're if they really want to take themselves to that next level, they're going to have to do something at some point. Valid point. Um Okay, so my next prediction is, uh, I really feel like we're starting to see this happen, but my prediction is that at least three new major video game franchises that have never previously been adapted to a movie or TV show will be announced uh, as getting TV or movie adaptations this year. So I I feel like for a long time there was like, a black mark against video game uh, adaptations, but I think now that's going to officially change and we're going to start seeing them in more and more quantities. Well, I mean, yeah, Qbert is just ready for the big screen. <laughs> I mean, see, that's the old way of thinking, though. Like, yeah, nobody, nobody wants a Qbert movie, but uh, stuff that's kind of out of the box, like Arcane on uh, Netflix is really hitting big. So I think more and more people are going to look to that kind of stuff to do franchises off of. 
Um, okay. And so, all right. My next prediction is having to do with movie box office. I am predicting that no movie in 2022 will beat out Spider-Man No Way Home's box office, but Avatar 2 will come close. Are you saying domestic or worldwide? I'm just going to say domestic specifically. Well, I mean, yeah, because Avatar didn't like, destroy the box office domestically at all. All right. Well, are you saying that worldwide would be the, the, the riskier prediction, the bolder prediction? I think that'd be the bolder prediction because I think Avatar is going to, is going to, you know, I don't know how or why I think it's going to be the biggest thing worldwide, but who am I to bet against James Cameron? All right. I'll stick with my prediction, but I'll make, I'll, I'll cave to that and I'll make it worldwide because. I'll stick with the idea that Avatar 2 will be really big and maybe bigger than people think, but not quite as big as Spider-Man No Way Home. No, well, I, I would go out on a limb and I say I think it gets pushed to early next year. I think it gets pushed to like Easter weekend or maybe the beginning of summer. And that definitely could happen. And that would completely... Uh, mess up my prediction so that actually is a good point that there's there is that likelihood that avatar could just get delayed um all right so my next prediction my my next prediction is this and it has to do with uh the mcu uh which i know you guys are also big fans of um i will predict that one of this year's marvel theatrical releases will have an end credit scene that specifically teases either the Fantastic Four or X-Men. I'm going to have to ask for a movie that you think it's going to be in. It has to be a specific movie, you're saying? Yeah, that's a little too broad. I went the specific route in my predictions. All right. (laughs) All right. I guess I get. I mean, there's only a couple of Marvel movies this year. Uh, but okay, if you're gonna force my hand, I will narrow that prediction to say, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will have a teaser of either Fantastic Four or X Men or both. Fair enough. Um, my next prediction is also Marvel related which will be that we will find out more about the new X-Men movie and that what we will find out is that it will be at least partially based on Jonathan Hickman's recent run writing the X-Men comic books. So if you guys have, I know, Brian, you've read some of those. uh, They deal with this whole island of Krakoa that all the mutants uh, live on and there's sort of an adversarial relationship between mutants and humans and professor x and magneto have sort of teamed up to be the leaders of the island um i think that that will be the inspiration for the next x-men movie i like it it was a it was a uh great run for the that uh that first uh was it 12 issues or so was pretty incredible 
Yeah, I think that that has really excited fans. And it's also very different than anything that the previous X-Men movies were based on. So it would really lend itself to having like a new, to giving it sort of a new coat of paint um, that separates it out from the older movies. And putting them in comic accurate attire and not whatever <laughs> leather. <laughs> yeah. And part of me does wonder too. I don't know if this has ever been said, but I almost kind of wonder if Marvel specifically said to Hickman at some point, like, give us a story that can be the template for the next movies. Uh, because they tend to have pretty good synergy like that. Uh, I don't know if Warner Brothers and DC has quite that level of synergy. Um, prediction. All right. Uh, my next prediction is um, this might be too obvious. I don't know. Tell me what you think. But uh, I think that, you know, we're going to continue to see a number of high profile Korean TV series released in the U.S. on major streaming services. But I predict that at least one of them will be another huge, surprising hit on the level of Squid Game that ends up as one of the top 10 most watched TV shows of 2022. I'll let you put that in there because that's not going to happen. All right. You can't I mean, manufacture a hit like that. Well, here's what I was thinking. I, I thought this one was actually a little risky. Um because you're right, it's hard to replicate Squid Game, but I also think like Korean produced TV is just killing it right now, and they're just like a hit factory. So I feel like there's so much creativity coming out of there that one of these shows will be able to replicate Squid Game's success. Um, okay, so my final pick is um, is kind of thinking about Steven Spielberg. Uh, so obviously this year he came out with West Side Story. He, we've already, we already know that next year he has this sort of autobiographical, uh, you know, uh, drama coming out um, called Meet the Fablemans. I predict that his, he will, we will know for sure sometime this year what his next movie will be after Meet the Fablemans, and it will be a return to some sort of big sci-fi epic movie. Because um, my feeling is he's done a musical, he's now going to do this smaller drama. Knowing Steven Spielberg and his career, I think he's got to be itching to go back and do some big sci-fi movie next. Well, I mean, he's been attached to Robo Robo. Robo Oculus, I can't pronounce it, for like... <laughs> Robo Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah, Robo Apocalypse, like two decades at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of um, stuff he's been attached to. Um, but so I guess that's where my, my prediction is, is more literally saying that we'll know for sure on it'll be an officially scheduled movie that will be some sort of big sci-fi epic, but He's always got his name on so many things, so we'll see what happens. He's not directing Indiana Jones 5? Oh, that is a good point. Um, okay, now I'm wondering if that invalidates my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I guess that does make. Did they actually? They have they? They've actually been making it, right? I, I think it's it done. I think it's just in post production now. No, we haven't right. finished shooting it yet because Harrison Ford got injured because he's ninety years old. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'll stick with my prediction then. I'll say other than Indiana Jones, since technically he's already shot that. All right. Um, all right. So my wild card prediction, this is more just like, I don't know if this will actually happen. I don't necessarily like logically predict this will happen, but I would just like to see it happen is John Carpenter. One of my all time favorite directors. I know you guys are fans will come out of retirement and announce officially that he will be directing one more movie. Would you guys be excited if that were to happen? If it was a trilogy cap, if it was a trilogy ender to the escape from franchise. <laughs> that would be very exciting. I would be, I would, I would uh, completely nerd out for that. No question. I don't know what ever happened to that reboot. Like, wasn't it supposed to be Gerard Butler doing playing snake can't replace snake and kurt russell still alive so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i agree as long as kurt russell is alive he's snake uh all right so those are my predictions um uh brian do you want to go uh sure so i'm gonna just kind of jump around i kind of have like a like big ones but within each like a little one so like the first off i'm gonna go with sports and i'm gonna say uh i'll give this to the charles barkley guarantee <laughs> um <laughs> that the cowboys are gonna win the super bowl and that the grizzlies are gonna take home the nba championship well that's first of all silly but second of all what's your movie oh sorry i forgot to begin with that <laughs> so hey you're right thank you for calling me out so when I win, uh, I'd say Cool Hand Luke. It's uh, it's a movie I don't think any of us have seen. And, you know, uh, it stars Paul Newman. And it's kind of one of those uh, movies that's set up for a generation of other movies. They sort of uh, copied it. I have seen Cool Hand Luke, and I do really like it. But I would be happy to watch it again. Oh, okay, then. I will but take it. Second of all... I don't remember saying sports were a part of this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but it's part of, it's, you know, part of the, you know, it, you know, I would say it's part of pop culture. So this is a whole other podcast about <laughs> sports that I don't know if that's what this podcast is. No. So that's, but that's where I'm just leaving it. Now I'm going to go into other things that are more pop culture centric. <laughs> so All I'm right. going to say. Jeez. Uh, that the Lord of the Rings series will be the most streamed series on any platform. I didn't make a prediction on that one. I was going to, but my prediction was the Lord of the Rings series is going to break bankrupt Amazon when yeah. no one <laughs> cares about it at all. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to bankrupt Amazon. You can't bankrupt Amazon, but I, would, I didn't want to say it's going to, you never know about streaming, but I was like, I was going to go the opposite direction. I'm like, who the hell cares about this thing? Well, wait, Brian, are you saying it'll be the most streamed of the year or ever? Of, of the year. 
Okay. I think that's possible. I mean, More I was thinking Stranger about Things different... season four. No, I don't even think it's going to be bigger than the boys. I think a lot of it will depend on uh, how it's a trailer. Released. Yeah. I mean, if everyone says it's amazing and it's like as good as the movies, then every we're all going to watch it. Um, but if it kind of comes with a thud, uh, it could easy, I could see it going either way, honestly. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to the uh, world of wrestling, uh, in AEW, CM Punk will become champion sometime this year. And in WWE, Liv Morgan will become the women's champion uh, at WrestleMania. Wait, that's all one prediction? No, it's like two. It's like two separate ones. Okay, because yeah, the CM Punk one seems p- pretty possible. The Liv Morgan one is definitely a reach. But if you're if you feel if you're feeling the the Liv, the love for Liv, love for Liv, hashtag <laughs> Women's Champ. <laughs> uh, move uh, moving on to comics. I think that. Uh, DC, they're going to have another um, a Batman uh, death in the family. And I would say that it's either Spoiler or Huntress who is going to uh, uh, take one for the team. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like a whole conversation. But I feel, I mean, I feel like either of those would be kind of a big Deal, especially spoiler has already died in the comics and there was a big backlash to it uh, but yeah you never know I guess any character could they always like comics do like death so yeah <laughs> well they usually come back so <laughs> yeah um, uh, next up well because I already said that I think Avatar is going to get pushed uh, so I'm going to say Black Panther 2 uh, is the highest grossing movie of the year Interesting. Uh, I have a different movie, so we'll see. Okay. Seth, well, Seth, what movie? <clears throat> well, my prediction is, I'm not saying number one movie, but I guess I am going to say it's topping Black Panther. Is I have the Flash to be the number one superhero movie of 2022. I, I can't see the Flash topping Black Panther. I just Michael Keaton as Batman. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I will uh, finish it off with saying that Star Wars will announce this year that the High Republic is going to get the movie treatment. So all their books that have come out, their three, they're going to put those into uh, films and that will be uh, coming out in a couple of years. Nice. Oh, you know what's so funny? Um, sorry, I just realized that I had a prediction I forgot to read, but that reminded me of it. Um, sorry to hijack, but no, yeah, please go for it. Um, yeah, sorry. I think I actually only said nine, and my my tenth one was that Disney will announce a new Star Wars trilogy from a director who has never previously made a Star Wars movie. 
so I could see it being like John Favreau or someone associated with the TV shows, but not Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson or, or JJ Abrams or anyone. Well, can we can can we combine that with John Carpenter? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd watch that. Assault on Death Star thirteen. Oh, and uh, oh, I should say this. This is my uh, wild speculation, and I and I'm even. I hope I'm wrong on it. Is that because Saga comes back in a couple weeks? But I think that they announced that this year will be its final run. So you're saying it would only last through the end of the year? Yep. I can't see that. I mean, that would mean it only gets like six or seven issues. Oh, because I, I, I thought it would be come out on a monthly basis. But if so, if it's not coming out on a monthly basis, then, you know, I could be wrong. But we'll see. That's the fun mm-hmm. of the predictions. But wait, can you go back a second? Just say your Star Wars prediction again. That the books, the High Republic books that are mm-hmm. uh, it, it, that have uh, come out, the third one just came out a couple weeks ago. They that they uh, that uh, trilogy will be announced that it's going to make the jump to uh, live action. So it's going to be. Are you saying it would be like a specific adaptation of those books? Or just yes. that it would be like set in the High Republic. Yeah, no, it'll be an, an adaptation of those books going to the big screen. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I just on a side note, I think we were talking about this recently, but uh, and this it's funny. This was actually one of the predictions on the Triple Click podcast about the world of video games. That um, if you guys remember recently. At the Game Awards, they announced um, this new video game, uh, Star Wars video game, based on, I think, based on the High Republic era. Um, But the whole thing that's crazy about it is it's from this developer, Quantic Dream, that is sort of known as being, like, problematic. They've had, like, uh, kind of sexual harassment scandals. And so one of the predictions they made was that uh, Lucas and Disney will just kind of quietly drop that game uh, after it's been announced because of some of the potential like problematic nature of it. it well, I remember seeing the trailer for it and the, and the uh, trailer looked amazing, but I get it. If it has all of um, that stuff lingering with it, I, I wouldn't uh, blame them. What What was wrong with the, with the game? The trailer looked cool. The trailer looked cool. It was just that the uh, developer of it, this company called Quantic Dream, they've sort of been like blacklisted for, you know, having this history that came out of like sexual harassment and stuff like that. And so uh, people were upset that that's who got chosen to make the game. Got it. Uh, All right, so take us home. So wait, wait, Brian, just to close it out. So yeah. that, that last pick was your wild card pick? Uh Song is my wild card. All right, got it. Uh all right, Seth, go for it. Okay, first of all, the movie that you guys will have to watch when I win is Repo's Genetic Opera. So I don't nice. think you either have seen it. I've actually never seen it. Uh so I I would actually be curious to to finally watch it. It's definitely a crazy movie. 
and I can't believe it exists and that many people still have not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Brian, uh, have you seen it? I I don't believe so. I think Seth has tried many times and I've said <laughs> no, but now that the bet is on, if he ends up winning, then I will. <laughs> Well, my first prediction—my first prediction will be correct, as I already said. The Flash will be the number one superhero movie of 2022, because Avatar is going to be the number one movie of 2022. But I didn't want to predict that. So wait, um, so wait. Let's just unpack this for one second. You're you're saying that the Flash will be a bigger box office movie than Doctor Strange two, uh, Black Panther two, Thor: Love and Thunder. And the Batman? Yes. That's very bold. It's strong. I am totally into Michael Keaton is going to bring in the people to see this movie. <laughs> I mean... To go into that, my other prediction that is a second prediction that goes along with the first one is that Grant Gustin is definitely going to have a cameo in the Flash movie. That is a good prediction. Yeah, I'd, I'll be really curious what if they sort of do that kind of crossover. Well, because they already did it on the TV show, so it would make sense to put it in the movie. Do you think uh, there's? Do you think they're going to do the sort of like Spider-Man thing where all like a bunch of different DC Comics people show up from other movies outside of Batman? Uh... Like, who who would you even bring in? Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern? <laughs> no, that just makes the movie a joke. They couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, Josh Brolin as Jonah Hex? Now, see, now you're talking about really bad. No one cares about those movies. Uh, well, what movies would they bring people in? From... I mean, the only one that wasn't a complete joke is maybe you bring in Brandon Ralph again as Superman, but I don't think they would do that at all. I mean, the one that would probably get a lot of reaction would be Christian Bale. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. If only Adam West was still alive. Only. If only. <laughs> yeah. So Grant Gustin is that's my second prediction. He's gonna be in it. That I'm pretty sure he got bringing those one million viewers from television to help the box office. That and I just, you know, I wanted to go kind of unique on the predictions. I don't want to say the obvious answer is like, you know, Doctor Strange 2 is gonna do well. We all know that's gonna do well. I just we haven't seen a trailer of the flash yet. I just think it has the potential to be bigger because in reality flash is a bigger superhero than dr strange it's a good point i mean you know people you know i remember a, a long time ago having this conversation about the tv show and you know someone was saying like oh well the tv show only gets like x rating on tv but it's like in this day and age the amount of people that have seen the show between netflix and everything else is huge um so it's a big fan base of the character for sure i mean if chadwick boseman was still alive i'd be like yeah black panther too easily but he's not and he's the black panther i mean it's gonna be a good movie but i don't know i think he was the biggest draw 
Yeah, Black Panther 2 will be interesting. I mean, I think that's another one where a lot of it will come to, like, if the trailer looks really great and people, if they're able to drum up excitement, I think it could be pretty huge. Um, but there's also the chance that it just, for some reason, falls flat. But I, I still would, I, I would rarely bet against Marvel. So I feel like the odds to me are that Black Panther will be just huge, given, like, how much of a cultural institution it became we'll see we'll see my third prediction is top gun does not come out again this year (laughs) (laughs) tom i'm not sure about tom cruise wants to do the old school world tour red carpets for the top gun sequel because it took him so long to make it he's not gonna budge and let it get released again this year That would be interesting. I mean, you might be right if, I mean, the worst case scenario is that COVID like doesn't get better. And and if that's true, I could see, I could see you being right. When is it supposed to come out? I forget. Point. (laughs) Um, I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm sure it got moved somewhere to the summer, but I mean, I just, COVID isn't done, and I don't think he can do what he wants to do yet. I think he has to wait another year. I so wait, are you you're saying it would literally be delayed out of this year? Yep. I think Mission Impossible will still come out this year, but he has a special place in his heart for the Top Gun sequel, and he's gonna want to do the world tour for it. That's the other thing, too, is that they don't want it to come out too close to Mission Impossible. That's why I think it's going to get pushed to next year. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it could. Ha- I mean, it could happen. It would be kind of just sad and pathetic if it does. Just that movie has been coming for so long. It's like if I were the studio, I would just release it no matter what at this point. Hmm. I don't know. Could get pushed. I'm just trying to make some crazy predictions. <laughs> Not not generic broad ones like the Oscars will add a new category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fourth prediction is my only comic prediction because I don't really read comics. But I did read a new issue I was telling Danny about, King of Spies, because my in-laws got me this um, subscription service called Comic Stack, so I get new comics every month. And so... As I read that first issue, I immediately realized, A, it's going to be this year, and it can only star Pierce Brosnan. Uh, well, wait, I do have to just jump in on that one because I, I believe that Mark Miller, all of his, he has a deal with Netflix where they essentially make like all, they, like all of his comics are automatically optioned to be Netflix. But there's been no official announcement that this one's in production or has been greenlit or anything. Like, yeah, they can make anything of his, but they haven't said they're making King of Spies. Uh, so, okay, so you're predicting it will circumvent that Netflix deal, or are you saying it would be a Netflix movie? It'll probably, they'll probably announce that they're going to make it. I'll say they'll announce they're going to make King of Spies and it's going to star Pierce Brosnan. 
That would be cool. I also read that issue or that first issue that came out recently and, and did enjoy it. Um, and Pierce Brosnan I mean, would, would rule in that, uh, <laughs> in that role. Yeah. Let's see. My fifth prediction is that even though they said, and again, you know, just like Danny, I work for NBC, but I have no inside information on Peacock strategy whatsoever. Um, and even though they said that Halloween ends is going to be only in theaters last year, I think they're going to change it again. And it's going to be the same way as Halloween kills. It's going to be a day and date on Peacock and movies. They're going to change strategies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting what happens. So um, Morbius is projected to come out later this year i think it's pushed again it's going to come out in halloween year in in october that'll be its final resting place (laughs) i guess so that one is interesting because my sense of that movie is that there's some sort of there's supposed to be like some hint in it that maybe teases some new spider-man thing so i mean I didn't make it a prediction because I read a rumor that they're doing it, but like they're reshooting it maybe. And Andrew Garfield's going to be in it. I don't know. That's not my prediction, but whether there's reshoots or not, it's, it's going to, it's going to get moved again more. It's at, and it's going to come out in October. That will be interesting. Yeah. I, I kind of hope it isn't personally just because so many things are getting moved that I, I feel like that's a movie I'm kind of looking forward to in April. Um, so I feel like it's just going to be such a barren wasteland if things keep getting moved, uh, beyond, you know, uh, the first half of the year, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. You might as well save it for October. Um, my seventh prediction is at some point, um, and this one's probably not going to happen. Showtime is just going to. They're going to get rid of Showtime and just put everything on Paramount+. Plus. That is interesting. I mean, Showtime, I feel like, has had the most buzz it's had in a long time from Yellow Jackets. But aren't all the shows on Showtime on Paramount+. Plus? Um, I don't think so. I think they have their own, like, HBO Go type of thing that you can stream Showtime shows on. Um. They may have older shows, but I don't think new shows are going to Paramount Plus. Well, I think, you know, they're trying to boost Paramount Plus. You might as well just combine the two. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, Paramount Plus could certainly probably use uh, use some kind of boost. So that would be a good one for them. Yeah. This next prediction we'll know really soon. I think the Grammys move all the way to March. I mean, oh, I would even push it even further. I don't think it's going to go much further. I just think it's going to bypass all of February. I I just feel like the Grammys are so like who I don't know. Does anyone really care that much about them? Oh, I mean, I don't, but <laughs> I'm sure somebody does. 
I don't know. I think they're just going to get, I, I, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think they'll just get them out as soon as they, they can, but. I think it's the one award show that does some numbers. So they're going to want to air, it, even though I don't think it's worth it. And they're not going to put it up against the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Therefore, it's going to get moved to March. I feel like the Grammys are the one award show where, like, we all debate the Emmys and the Oscars. But the Grammys, it's like, it literally just doesn't even matter who wins. Yeah, but it gets the most ratings because people like to watch the music. That's true. So that's why they're still going to show it. They're just going to uh, move it to whatever date accommodates like Taylor Swift or whatever. <laughs> so March 3rd, <laughs> 2022. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, as I know personally, that's when she's free. That's when she's free. Yeah. Let's see. My ninth prediction is that Black Phone will come out this year, but it's going to become a Peacock exclusive. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, well, you know where I stand. Everything should move to streaming. So <laughs> I wish it. Maybe it will happen. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. I love uh, that creative team, the same team that did uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. So I'm really excited to watch it uh, whenever it comes out. I mean, at, at some point outside of this prediction, I think I didn't want to predict it this year because it's not going to happen. But I think at some point in the next year or two, Bloomhouse movies are just going to be Peacock exclusives. I I don't I definitely don't agree with that. I mean, and again, this is like no insider knowledge or anything. But I just think in general, horror movies uh, are one of the gen- the genres that's thriving in this current environment because um, younger viewers go to see them in the theaters and. Uh, they feel even if they're lower budget, they have that event like feel. So I I think horror movies for the most part will stay theatrical where possible. And then my last prediction is that the Harry Potter franchise will rebound, and the Secrets <laughs> of Dumbledore will make more money than the Crimes of Grindelwald. And what's your uh, justification for this? What do you mean? Like, why do I think it's going to happen? Yes. Well, man, I just sort of hope it does Warner Brothers because they have two more after this. So if it does worse, I don't know what they do to that franchise. They're making five. They have two They're, more. They have two more. Wow. <laughs> so this one needs to rebound. I think the title is nice. Um, it's going to be more. More Harry Potter, I you know, like characters that you can, you know, like, oh my god, he's from the other franchise type of thing is gonna be in this one. So I think that's gonna help. So your your prediction is is essentially that the this new Fantastic Beast movie will make more than the previous Fantastic Beast movie. Yeah, which basically killed the franchise. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, man, what a I would I do not envy the people like working on that franchise right now with all the PR stuff it, that they have to deal with. Um, 
I I mean, this is this is another tangent, but it's like, are in this new movie? Are they just gonna like? Are they gonna be say he's gay? I mean, I don't know. I do know <laughs> that. I mean, I was always like when I was gonna say when Johnny Depp was playing this character last movie, I'm like, why is Jude Law in love with him? That makes no sense. But now that's um, what's the what's the actor's name again? Uh, I forget. Oh man, he's in everything. Oh, why can't I think of it right now? It makes more sense though. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I could he's in love with him. Well, it's just, I mean. At this point, he's getting a whole movie about him. It's like, how much are you going to beat around the bush here? No, they're going to have to say it in the third movie. I mean, because that's like the whole point in the franchise. The reason why he can't attack him is because they have like some sort of like blood oath. So it will certainly be. I can imagine there will be some uh, capital D uh, discourse around this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we haven't even touched the fact that she wrote it. Oh, so. did? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Jeez. She's writing all the screenplays. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Good luck uh, with this movie. I mean, we need it. Universal needs it. A lot of our parks are built around it. Well, uh, it'll... Yeah, I mean, look, I think people love Harry Potter. People you know, love the franchise. So it's going to be interesting Uh, again, like, can it keep going? And, um, you know, it's like, I'm trying to remember, I think I heard this recently where, you know, they've been working on um, this Harry Potter video game for a while. This might've also been on triple click, but they were talking about, they made some sort of like announcements about, you know, you can play as, as sort of trans characters and you can do all this stuff. That sort of almost felt like a make good for JK for the JK Rowling of it all. So I guess that's harder to do if she's actually writing the movie, but we shall see. We shall see. Let's see. And then my final wild card prediction is that there's a Star Wars one, so it goes with you guys. Is they're finally just going to announce because they want to bring in viewers a Luke Skywalker Disney Plus show. Starring Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. I don't know, Brian. You're the Star Wars expert here. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know there's the rabid fan base of, oh, he looks exactly like what Mark Hamill did, you know, uh, 40 years ago. Um, I, I mean, it it could be an interesting concept, but... Um, I don't know. It would it, it would be interesting to see what kind of adventures. I I don't know. I I don't see it happening. He's like too too much of a figure, and if they don't get it right, the backlash would be significant. Well, they, I mean, they can't get it any more <laughs> wrong for people than they already supposedly did. As Brian, long as he has a lightsaber and he's and he and he. And he slashes people with it. I think the fans will be happy. <laughs> Brian, would that significant backlash be from you specifically? 
I mean, no, because I'm one of the few who actually liked The Last Jedi, so. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, again, sorry, this is a tangent, but like, like why not if you're gonna do a luke skywalker show why not do it with mark hamill and and set it like you know right before uh the 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 recent uh trilogy well i guess it it just it it would be weird because you know he went into exile so i don't know if you just want to see him hanging out on act two with you know those creatures i i don't know I'm sure he had adventures in those times. I, mean, I yeah, think it would don't... be interesting if you uh, aged him up a bit and you uh, saw him do things like at the Jedi Academy and for those few years where there was peace across the uh, galaxy, maybe. See, I didn't want to make this prediction because we had no obvious ones, apparently, but I was going to say the Obi-Wan. Yeah. What about the I mean... Obi-Wan show? I mean, my prediction, but I thought it'd be too obvious, was that it's going to be the biggest thing that Disney Plus has had when it comes out. That yeah, I would I, agree with. I, I think that that will uh, have more views than Mandalorian. Oh, it'll have more views than anything they've had. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a valid, I mean, it, logically, yes, it would, but you have to also wonder, are there any diminishing returns with too many Star Wars shows where by the time we get to Obi-Wan, people are just more burnt out? Yeah, but this one has Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. and getting the original actors to return, that's pretty big. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it has a good chance of, uh, of being pretty huge, but it'll, it, you know, this whole, I mean the schedule of Star Wars shows is just like so packed that uh, it's going to be tough to sustain that momentum across so many shows. So I think that's about it. Any final words from anyone? No, I think we all have uh, very interesting picks and we'll see how our predictions and we'll see uh, what the year brings. A lot of these things I've been thinking uh, come true, whether it's, uh, you know, movies getting pushed um, uh, or, you know, what the Academy is going to do. There's uh, a lot of things that are right at that um, precipice of happening, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, like I said at the beginning, uh, with, COVID still going on uh, with sort of this shift, you know, in how people are watching movies and the shift from like broadcasting cable to streaming. It's definitely a pretty crazy time. So it's hard to make a lot of predictions, but I think we got some pretty good ones in. So thank you guys uh, so much for participating. And uh, Seth, I guess, I guess we can uh, have you on again if you would like. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then I think Brian should go to Vegas and put some money on the Memphis Grizzlies because the odds of them winning <laughs> the NBA championship is not very high. So you'd make a lot of money on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a different podcast. I still question how that was even a prediction in this podcast. But, uh, 
in any case, thank you guys again. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will be back soon for a new episode of the all new, all awesome. Uh, and thank you again. Thank all you right. for having us on.